encouraging me to do a database for the archaeological sites. Uh, so looting of antiquities indeed started after the, uh, the 1991 war, and uh, many sites, at least in the south, have been uh, targeted. The reason behind, or one of the reasons behind that was the United Nations uh, sanction and economic embargo, which kind of forced the poor people in the countryside of any city in, this, in the south to leave their agricultural fields and go to towns and cities, and also targeted the archaeological site to have an income by any means. And one of the means is to steal antiquities and sell them to feed their people. And also the regime, the Saddam Hussein regime, also started a campaign to drain the marshes and uh, turning what was agricultural fields to a desert, at least from Baghdad all the way down to the, to the south, and forcing the people to leave their countryside and uh, stay in the towns with no job and no social uh, network social security uh, network. So these, some of the reason behind, you know, looting. And what I'm showing you, this is an example of looting during and after the 2003 war. This is the ancient city of Ummah, which is one of the major economic uh, centers in southern uh, uh, Mesopotamia. And so this is just an example what uh, what happened to the uh, archaeological site, at least 60% of the archaeological sites in the south have been looted, heavily looted. And so the looters were looking for third millennium BC sites for uh, statues and cylinder seals, and they know what to do. And they were also looking for archaeological sites from the, from the second uh, millennium BC site for written uh, documents like uh, cuneiform uh, tablets, and to show you was just an ex example of the heavy looting. So the State Board of Antiquities um, have sent uh, a team to dig in the ancient city of Ummah to safeguarding it, and um, the team had found a palace, a temple, and housing uh, uh, houses. And just after the 2003, or du uh, during the 2003 war, um, thousands of uh, people from the countryside, they targeted the site. So in the rest uh, square, or you know, shapes, you see the scientific excavations. And the rest of, this, of the site, the, the holes shows, or show the illegal digging. So as, a, as a responding to the looting in the south, my team and I started you know, working with the coalition forces to safeguarding the archaeological site as much as possible. So this is actually a patrol deployed by the American forces in 2003, in May 2003, and I joined them just to kind of protecting the site. And then when the Italian forces showed up to the, to the south, they also brought with them a special team because Italy had the same uh, situation of you know, looting. 
So the Carabinieri uh, started working to safeguarding the archaeological site in, this, in the south. And then in 2004, the State Board of Antiquities and Heritage established a new special forces to safeguarding archaeological sites. And they also took the responsibility and they've been trained by the Italian forces to safeguarding archaeological sites. But that was not enough. Using, you know, forces was not, you know, enough because the looters at that, at that time, they shared a religious order, which is not, you know, written that stealing antiquities and or uh, stealing uh, uh, antiquities and sell them would be accepted by Islam, which is not uh, true. So I went to uh, Najaf and I sent a memorandum to the Ayatollah Sistani asking him what is his opinion for the people who not only looting antiquities but also smuggling them outside of the country and at that time most of the looters in the south they share the idea that stealing non-Islamic uh, civilization will be allowed by uh, the God. So obviously he issued a fatwa saying that you know, everybody has any antiquity should be returned back to the museums or to the Iraqi museums. And more important is that there is no difference between Islamic and non-Islamic civilization. They should be all the, they, they should be um, respected and uh, protected. And what I'm, uh, the reason I'm showing you this, because just to show you what's the religious opinion about antiquities and, and the non-Islamic civilization, which is very important. So after that, thousands of artifacts have been restored and um, saying to the Iraqi museum at that time. And at that step, I was also looking to do a survey in a combination with the uh, uh, protection uh, work. So I started surveying uh, the car uh, province in the south, collecting uh, data and taking some GPS uh, points to locate the archaeological site. And the result of the work, my team and I were able to locate almost 800 archaeological sites. And then we explained our work to include most of the South, and we were able to add almost 1,200 archaeological sites to the Atlas map of Iraq, uh, including in new areas that uh, have never been surveyed, like the marshes in the, in the South. And our goal of the survey is to understand the nature of occupation and settlement uh, patterns in the South and how do uh, rivers, uh, canals that known from earlier uh, survey connect to the Gulf. So the result of our surveys from 2003 and 2010 give us an idea about the settlement system and settlement patterns in the south in areas that never been surveyed by Adams and his uh, colleagues. And this was actually the first and basic data set for, for thinking of 
creating a digital database for archaeological sites in Iraq. So we have the BISC, 1,200 archaeological sites. That's the BISC uh, data. And the second resource for the project was the Iraqi Atlas map that created in 1971 by the SBIS, the State Board of Antiquities. And that atlas was issued to have uh, to include 7,500 archaeological sites in all the country. And uh, but this is not enough since it is only papers, and it could be lost, it could be burned, it could be, you know. So and also not fully georeferenced. It's not useful uh, or uh, in, you know limited usefulness like. When you go to Baghdad and showing the map of uh, Baghdad, you want to see where is the location of the site. There is no indication of um, georeferencing or coordinating. So showing a, a part of you know, Baghdad, so the Atlas map has all, almost you know, names of the sites without having any additional information like the geographic or historical Info information. So the first you know, step for, for, for me is to collect all the Iraqi Atlas map and scan them, uh, digitizing them and georeferencing them. And it took me six you know, months to collect all the data for Iraqi Atlas map and scanning and georeferencing all, uh, all 127 uh, maps. And, and then I turned it to the Iraqi army maps that was updated until 2002, and I was georeferencing almost 350 maps, and the Iraqi army, uh, they did a survey for us, and they, don't, they didn't know that, that they are doing survey for us. Iraqi army were looking for any moment to put its uh, weapons and uh, installations, so they were looking for any mount to uh, put it on their uh, maps. So that was very useful data or very useful resource to extract uh, data from it. And then the fourth uh, resource was the previous surveys in Iraq that have been conducted by foreigner, and, uh, by uh, national and international expeditions. And so I geofranced the result of Robert Adams' surveys in the, in the southern alluvial plain, the land behind Baghdad, which was surveying the Diyala region, and then the heartland of cities, which was also surveying the central part of Iraq, and then Uruk uh, countryside, which was focusing on the area around Uruk. And then uh, Maguire Gibson from Chicago University in his survey in the central part of Iraq, the so-called city and area of Kish. And then also the North uh, Jazeera project, which, uh, which has been done by the late Tony Wilkinson in 1987 through 1990. And this was also useful for the area west of uh, Mosul. So I have all these, and then the uh, fifth one, last uh, resource was the satellite imagery 
specifically corona images that are showing the landscape before the development. So it was clear for me to find archaeological site by looking not to the modern satellite images, but the 1950s and 60s images that showing the archaeological site. So the image uh, showing the area west of Erbil, where you can find some of archaeological sites visible on the, uh, you know, on the image. And if you go to the field now, it's very hard to find them. So the result of my work well, took me three years indeed, um, increasing the number of archaeological sites in Iraq from 7,500 to 17,000 archaeological sites, and it's still going on. So the, the black uh, points are the archaeological sites, and you can see the pattern of them um, showing the Tigris and the Euphrates, and the constellation um, is in the south from Baghdad all the, all the way down, and also there is a kind of concentration also in the area around uh, Mosul and Soleimani. Um, so the data included archaeological, historical, geographic, and ethnographic data. So the database, including all this uh, uh, information, which could be useful for, for, uh, for future field work, and I, I have done that based on provinces. So each one of the provinces in Iraq has its own uh, database. So for example, um, Soleimaniye, since we are here in uh, Soleimaniye, based on the Iraqi atlas map, um, it shows only 525 sites, and with the new uh, Atlas map, the number increased to be 1,128 uh, sites. And end of the work, of course, I, uh, this w w work will be, will be uh, given to Kakamal, uh, the director of Soleimani Antiquities Office, and they might, you know, going to check it on the ground to see if these are real archaeological sites or just something visible on the images. And um, so for Khormal, for example, the district of uh, Khormal, the Nahya, uh, based on Iraqi atlas map, it shows only 64 sites. And with the new map, with new atlas, it's 110 sites. It's just this is in examples. And um, so the, then, then so indic indication of site based on images, looting sometimes, not useful, but sometimes a tool to ensure that this is an archaeological site. So when you, saw, when, when you see holes covering an area, that might be an indication of looting or indication of a site. And then also the location of villages and shrines, at least in the south, shows an indication of, of uh, archaeological site as well as cultivation and irrigation activities could show that this is the site and the surrounding are uh, agricultural fields. And then also in the marshes, we can also, um, no, uh, very easy to find archaeological sites since mo most of the island uh, isolated in the marshes connected with each other by 
patterns of water passages. So this, you know, radial uh, pattern showing water uh, passage and hence indicate uh, the location of archaeological site. So the result, you know, showing that um, among the 17,000 archaeological sites in Iraq, only 500 of them have been excavated. Almost, you know, 3% of the total number of archaeological sites in, in Iraq have been excavated since early uh, 20th century. And a lot of work are waiting for us in terms of field work, excavation, excavations. And um, so the result of, of the new project has increased, as you can see, the total uh, number of archaeological sites in Iraq from 7,500 to 17,000 uh, archaeological sites. And so the database might be useful for uh, researchers who are seeking to find archaeological sites to be excavated. And it could be also useful for uh, researchers that looking for you know pattern of settlement or pattern of occupation. And the final result, of course, will be controlled by the, uh, the State Board of Antiquities and Heritage. They, it should be controlled by SB, SBH, and then SBAH will give it to provinces. Each you know, directorate will have its own data, and inspect, uh, 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 the inspectors and empl employees can go to the field and check them, add data, and improve the work. It also can be useful to kind of the, re reducing the destruction and the damage specifically for the projects of development and uh, uh, construction. So when we have a map to uh, Soleimani, it's very easy to find where is the location of the new project and see if the area has archaeological site or not. But in the long you know, term, it could be a basic you know, database and could be improved and more data could be added to the final result. And um, finally, I would like to Thank my colleagues at the State Board of Antiquities and Heritage for supporting me and for working with me for seven years in doing field work. And also I would like to ask to thank uh, Professor Elizabeth Stone of the State University of New York for kind of giving me the opportunity to work on that for three years when I was doing my PhD dissertation. And the, the, the financial support, of course, came from the Cultural Heritage Center at the Department of State. And thanks for uh, Joe Russell, who was supporting the project. And of course, I would like to thank uh, Robert Adams, Maguire Gibson, uh, Henry Wright, and the late Tony Wilkinson for sharing the data. Thank you so much.